I'm Kate Daniels. We can see December on the horizon with many of the traditions of the season. A major one is the Great Figgy Pudding Caroling Competition. Understandably, it will be a bit different. What remains the same is the fundraising element and the great needs this year. Let's meet Mason Lowe and Zoe Freeman from the Pike Market Senior Centre and Food Bank. Zoe Freeman and Mason Lowe, can you believe it's been like a year already and here we are at this holiday season again? Challenging holiday season. (laughs) Yes, Zoe, you're absolutely right. It is our challenging holiday season. Mason, would you uh, actually second that? I would. It's been it's been quite a year since we last talked. And really, it has been. It started in March, so it's been most of this year that has been very different. Mm-hmm. And what has that looked like for you at the market, the Senior at, Center? Yeah, at the Senior Center and Food Bank, we've basically changed every single thing that we do. And we did that so that we could stay open. Uh, the, the people we serve and the work that we do, you really can't just turn it off because because people need the the free groceries and the meals and the social work that we offer. And so we got to work right away and we, we changed every model of service to make sure that people would could maintain a safe distance and um, still get the services they need. And we haven't closed. We haven't gone away. We've been here all year. So this essentially went into effect March the 16th. Were you even down a day? No, no, we weren't. We we changed a lot of things. There were certain activities at the senior center that we just couldn't do anymore. You know, we couldn't have an afternoon movie. We couldn't be a regular congregate space for people to be, you know, no more bingo. But we still serve breakfast and lunch every day. At some point, we started adding even a third meal so that people could get all of their nutrition for free at the senior center. At the food bank, we had spent almost all of 2019 getting ready to change our service model to where we would be just like a grocery store, which we were really excited about. And in January, we got that up and running. And then March comes along and we had to shut it down and move all of our grocery distribution to the front door, which was really hard for the food bank staff to take because they'd worked so hard on the new model. But at the same time, they got right to it and fixed what needed to be fixed. And we've been, I think we've been kicking butt here in the market, really. Which, that's a godsend, because these are people who are depending on you. And to just be there, even, and you did all these permutations and wrangling around, and you come out standing up straight, Mm -hmm. right? It is. I'm so proud of the staff. And I'm really proud of of all the clients who have hung with us through all the changes. you know, these are really resilient people and they can put up with almost anything, but the fact that they can do it with a bit of cheerfulness and humor makes it easier on the staff. I think it brings us all a little bit closer together. You know, that is a, such a key point is to keep that in mind, how hard times can really have that kind of a gift underneath all the stuff mm-hmm. that there is something good that can come of it. Yeah. I mean, we've had some tough days in the last several months and even through it all, I really, like, I was talking with one of the, the cooks in our kitchen and I was just telling him after going through all this, changing everything we do, everyone's got a mask on, everyone's got gloves on all the time. Everything takes longer, but I really feel like there's almost nothing that this staff 
and volunteers couldn't accomplish after having been through all of this. There's that resiliency, seeing that we really have more within us than we ever dreamed possibly was there. Yeah, I've seen people have really revealed a lot about themselves this year. And and from where I'm sitting, it's been almost all good. That is just incredible. So you serve breakfast, you serve lunch, and now also a third meal? Yeah. The people that come in for the senior center at lunch can take um, another uh, bag meal with them. And then at the food bank, we have ready-to-eat options as well for people who aren't 55, but who could still use a nutritious meal. So at a time when we know that food insecurity is just rampant, here are largely seniors, but also Mm -hmm. some under 55s who can Mm -hmm. come to the Pike Market Senior Center and find something to nourish them. Yes. Yeah. We've done it with the help of, it started with some of the Tom Douglas restaurants were helping us out. There's a a restaurant here in the market called the Atrium Kitchen, who've been great partners in making all this happen, Uh, preparing the meals or helping store items. It's been it's not it's not just us. There's there's a lot of a lot of good folks here in downtown Seattle who've helped make it happen. And so, you know, actually, a word that just jumps into mind is collaboration. I've mm-hmm. heard this uh, coming up a little more and more during these times. And, you know, if there's a gift that we need to embrace is collaboration, is how we are pulling together, being there to support each other. Yeah, and it's the fact that this virus basically went in and shook everything and all of our habits, even our good habits, the routines that we've had, the routines that serve us well, they all got just, the Etch-A-Sketch got a full shake and the new patterns that we created after that have been full of collaboration and they've been almost 100% positive. I don't mean to sound like too silver lining or too, too upbeat, but it really has been for all the hard stuff that we've dealt with and really uh, the loss, you know, we've had a number of people from the senior center were sick and had really difficult times with it. We have lost members of the senior center, but there's been so much good that's been going on as well. And I appreciate your saying that Mason, because I think we need to keep that in mind that as dire as this has been, and it has been horrible, even one life lost due to such a virus is too much of a loss. But the fact that good things, lots of good things have also happened side by side is something to be recognized and to give us hope that, you know, it will continue to there being good things. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So Zoe, you know, as things have changed in the market for serving the seniors and the food bank, as we're coming to this festive season and figgy pudding, that is happening, but it's also going to look a bit different. Very different. And I just need, I'd like to pause just a second and mention before I start about, you know, I, I wear two hats at the center. I am very proudly the head figlet for figgy pudding, but I also work with the programming. And I just want to mention that when we had to shut everything down, Mason mentioned that activities had to be stopped immediately. And that meant all of our activities, but we have 
we during doing some zoom classes so we have zoom yoga we have a zoom ex another exercise class we have a zoom women's group and we have a zoom wellness clinic so i just wanted to throw that in there but unfortunately i think i can say this at our senior center because of the poverty that people live in they don't have the same access to the internet that other people at other senior centers right. do. I want to talk that out because I feel that internet access is a is a public health issue. And I just want to put that in there and have that in people's minds. That getting internet access to everyone, we have learned during this time of the pandemic that internet access is essential. But okay, so now I've said that. I'll talk about sticky pudding. Although, so, let me, yeah. Zoe, if I may stop you on that, and I'm very glad that you mentioned that because as you were mentioning Zoom classes, it came right to mind, like, really? Are there enough people with the internet um, and computers available to do that? So that, there are some, but there's a real gap there still, you're saying? Yes, yes. Yes, our, uh, yes. We at our senior center, it's a group I think the uh, yoga has about seven people participating in our other uh, exercise class called Stay Active and Independent for Life or Sale is to about 14 people participating. And that we could have a lot more. We have many more people if we had better access to internet. So whoever wants to help us with internet, that'd be great. <laughs> and the people, that, the people that are taking the classes over Zoom are loving it. They are. We've had really good feedback. Yeah. We have some good, we have good instructors. We have people that are good. So let's talk about figgy pudding. <laughs> okay. Uh, back in March, uh, this is honestly the honest truth. One of the first things I thought of when I was, uh, I worked at home, from home for 17 weeks because of my age. And I was resentful of that. I didn't want to admit <laughs> that I was so old. I had to work from home. Uh, but one of the first things I thought of was figgy. Like, how the heck are we going to do figgy pudding? And it seemed pretty clear to me, uh, the news I was hearing early, early on, that by December of 2020, no matter what else happened, we were not going to be gathering 10,000 people in downtown Seattle. The city would not allow that. So I had this dream of virtual figgy, and it, in the beginning, it was going to be something homespun. Mason knows this. We were going to do it ourselves. We were going to use our own little equipment here and we were going to do it ourselves. And then I thought, okay, we'll get interns to help us or volunteers. And in an email that Mason sent me, he said, I think we could hire someone. Well, that's just when I went to the moon with that. So it's turning out that we are working with the best people in Seattle, the absolute best event producers. So if we're going to do it, I thought, and then we all thought, let's do the best job we can. Let's create a virtual event that is worthy of the name Figgy Pudding, that we can be proud of, that the caroling teams can be proud of participating in, and let's just do our best. So that's what we're doing. We are doing the absolute best virtual event that Seattle will have this winter, and, and I can promise you that. The company we're working with, I want to give them a plug, is the Workshop, Workshop Event. David Dockstader and his team are well-known around Seattle, and they've been fabulous to work with. And we're working with a PR guy that I think you all know, Dave Mandipat, and was a tremendous graphic artist. And so what we have, what we've come up with, is that there's two things going on. There's an online virtual experience, I'm calling it, 
that you can visit for two weeks. I don't think it's ever going to shut down, but it will start on December 4th. It'll go live on December 4th. And you can put in figgypudding.org and land on a really clever page with little holiday decorations all over it. And right now, you can already visit and you can make a donation. And you'll see that there are 14, I believe, caroling teams that are participating with us. So back up a little bit. Last year, we had 34 caroling teams on the street. And they were all invited to pivot with us into virtual. And we have 13 of of those original and one new team. Well, actually two new teams this year who decided that yes, they could, they could do that. They could, they could make that leap with us. And that's not to criticize or anything about the comment and all of the people who on the teams that did not choose to do that. We absolutely hundred percent understand how kind of large it seemed to be and that people didn't feel that they could do that with us this year. But the teams that did do it, you'll find their names, so team names, on the screen that I mentioned at figgypudding.org. Right now you can click on the little holiday decoration that has their name on it and it'll open and you'll see a photo and a message from them and a way to give to them. But on December 4th, when you click, and you'll hear them singing and you'll see them actually performing for you. Now, how did that happen, right? Uh, that happened because part of them, of the groups, some of the groups felt that the best way for them to participate was to film themselves Zooming. That, was, that felt safe, that felt yeah. doable. They had to create a soundtrack for us that they've submitted. And right now we're in post-production. And then they um, videoed themselves, lip syncing to their music. Ah, yes. So very clever, right? Yes. All right. So the, then the other people, I believe we had eight groups that were filmed in the Pike Place Market, filmed with extreme caution at night in the market. So you could see the market, you know, the kind of the iconic look of the market. They are also lip syncing. They had to submit a soundtrack to us. A lot of work has gone into this. The teams have done a huge amount of work to help us make this event possible. They submitted a soundtrack. The soundtrack was blasted in the market. They came, they appeared in person. They wore plastic masks so we could see their lips moving to this while they were lip syncing and they were distanced. They were very safely distanced and and they were filmed by our professional film crew. So that happened last week, three nights last week. We also had your Shelly Hart and your Seth down at the market last week on Monday, being filmed with their messaging because you're such an important partner to Figgy Pudding. Warren 106.9 has been a partner with Figgy Pudding for decades, and you are always part of our event, so you are again. And then Jim Dever and Kim Holcomb from King Five, our other friends in the in the uh, in media broadcast media, they were filmed. So that's what you'll see on your your screen, your web screen. But then our big huge thing that is happening is that in the middle of those two weeks, on the 11th of December. You can turn to King Five 
at 7.30 in the time slot that is normally evening, uh, evening magazine. Uh, and you can, instead of watching evening as evening, you're going to watch evening as figgy pudding, right? <laughs> so now, we're going to, we're going to fool you because you're not going to know the difference. <laughs> there's going to be, there's going to be, uh, the intro will be different, right? The intro and the music will be different, but you're going to see Kim Holcomb and Jim Dever uh, as hosts. And you're going to see Shelly Hart, Shelly Jingle Bells Hart. And you're going to see five of the piggy pudding teams. The format for the television show is exactly like Evening Magazine. So, you know, unless you, if you blink during the intro, you won't know the difference, right? <laughs> that you're watching Evening or you're watching Figgy. We had to change the name. Uh, it's not, we're not really, the teams are, are competing, very importantly, the teams are competing for how much money they raised. They're not competing in their category, normal categories, because that was really hard to accomplish. Yeah. So they will compete for how much money they raise. So we decided to change the name to the Great Figgy Pudding Caroling Celebration. So this whole thing, the online virtual piece of it and the television show piece of it is a celebration yeah. of this wonderful, fabulous event that happens every year. We're in the 34th year and we are celebrating the existence of Figgy, the joy of Figgy, the giving opportunity of Figgy. You can your neighbors, you can give to your neighbors in need. You can still do all of that. It's just a little bit different. We don't get to be in the crush of people on the streets this year. No, because we know, for one, that would be highly unsafe and we won't do it. But the way you've described it, Zoe, sounds like such fun that, you know, to take a break, I guess, for this year, uh, it still has the it still has the energy there in the cell and calling it a celebration. It's it's spot on. Yeah. That's right, Kate. Uh, that's what we we want to bring uh in addition to raising money, which of course is always, you know, the primary reason we do figgy pudding, but we are very aware that we create an event that brings community together and creates joy and is uh, thought by many to be the beginning of their holiday season. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I love the most about Figgy Friday when I'm in the crowd is watching the faces of the people, the smiling faces. Oh my gosh just to watch people being so well uh, entertained and feeling so happy. Well, we aren't going to be able to see the faces of the people that are watching the television <laughs> show or they're watching mine, but we want in the midst of this pandemic experience and people are feeling blue, they can't get to their families. And we, everyone is feeling this so deeply. We're bringing joy into the living rooms and we're bringing joy onto your screen and we're giving you the gift of figgy pudding we're producing a classic like holiday special on tv it's kind of a cool yeah, throwback you it, know? it is exactly that's just what it is and i was thinking as you were saying zoe you won't see the faces of the people that's true but you will feel that energy i think by the response because i because it means so much, and we know that the important work that goes on at Pike Market Senior Center, that people are in that giving spirit, that they will want to continue support. 
Yes, and there's going to be several ways to give this year. So I'm glad you said, I'm glad you brought this up. That's a perfect segue. Several ways to give this year. You can, uh, we have a text to give number. Mm -hmm. So even right now, if you feel so inspired, you can text Figgy, F-I-G-G-Y, to 91999. You can go on figgypudding.org. You can give uh, in a general way to Figgy Pudding. You can click on uh, any of the help the decorations and you can give through to that team. So there are different ways of giving to Figgy. Figgy and you can and the giving can begin right this minute. Yes. And it doesn't have to be a singular time. No, oh no, no this no. year. You can give now. <laughs> you can give today and then you can be inspired to give oh, and, and I forgot I forgot the, the, the fourth way. You can give during the TV show. We're going to have ways to give. This is very important. While you're watching the uh, celebration on television, you can give during that time. So those are the four ways you can give to Figgy. So yes, if you give today, then you're when you're watching the TV show, gosh, you might be so inspired that you'll double your gift. <laughs> that could happen. You know, and there would be no complaints about that for sure. Right. <laughs> No. It's like all of our, our good friends in public broadcasting. Yes. They, right. They're always inviting you to uh, double your gift. And I think that, Mason, am I right that people could become sustaining supporters of Pike Market Senior Center and Food Bank if, through um, if they start giving now? Am I right, Mason? You can become a sustaining member <laughs> if you give through the text to give. Yes, you can. Right. Being a sustaining member means that you are, well, a member of the market. Yes, right. Yes, and you, yes, you can just pick an amount and and make that a recurring gift. Yes, right. Which a lot of people do, and it is so appreciated. Because Absolutely. it's important. It helps you to be able to budget and have a, at least some sense of where you are financially. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, there is so much uncertainty swirling around our work right now. And, and it's, it's the people in our community that are going to really help us find stability and security more than really any other source. Right. Absolutely. And let's just underscore with the need, of course, being great, but the services that it supports are for one, all these nourishing meals that are provided daily to the people, the seniors in the area, and also some of those who are under senior age but find themselves in need. Yes. I mean, we've got around 1,500 seniors that come to the Pike Market Senior Center over the course of a year. Um, nearly half of those people are homeless. And, you know, being an older person and being without housing in Seattle is very tough. And we're honored to to offer some bit of support as they are searching for more stability. And at the food bank, there's maybe 6,500 people who will, will come to us over the course of a year that need help keeping their pantry full. And a significant number of those people are also homeless. It's, um, it's a tough time. And, you know, we all know that Seattle and King County has a very high homeless population and there's not a lot of good answers, but um, there are good things that you can do. And, and just 
offering some some kindness and some basic support is a big deal. Remember kindness. Keep that at the center is thinking of kindness and what we can do to help. I'm also wondering, just briefly, because oh, I can't believe how time just evaporates, but uh, with Zoe mentioning the Zoom classes, you know, that way of connecting, is there perhaps a portion of funds or if you go over a certain level that you might be able to purchase some computer equipment? Is that a thought? Oh, we could think about it. That would require so much because... It's one thing to give someone a smartphone or a Chromebook or a laptop, but then if they don't really know how to use it or maintain mm -hmm. it, yeah. um, you may not have done what you hope to do. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. It was just kind of a harebrained idea that popped in. I like no, the I like the thought though. <laughs> and then we have to make sure they have Wi-Fi. Yes. Yeah. Or or, or a connection. Some kind in of there. internet. Yeah. Internet. But. If I can, if I can go back to some some of the things that Zoe has done this year, because we know that um, Wi-Fi or internet access is kind of a rarity among our senior center members. Zoe put together a a TV program, and we put together dozens of episodes called AgeWise TV. It runs on the Seattle Channel. Uh, a local filmmaker Kay Ray directed it. She's also directing all of the, the video portions from Figgy Pudding this year. We've just done as much as we could to stay in touch with the people who are no longer in our space. You know, the housed members of the senior center, we asked them to shelter in place and to stay home as much as they could for their own safety. And so once we did that, we started a weekly letter. Um, Zoe writes a letter every week. It's a friendly letter. Um, you know, for much of that time, Zoe was herself working from home and it had the, the credibility of someone who was going through the same thing of being cooped up at home and, and dealing, with, dealing with the virus. We would send tips on getting through the day, getting through the week, um, how to stay safe, good safe ways to go grocery shopping. They're, they're lovely letters and we collaborated on them a little bit and it was always, well, it's, we, we're still doing it. We're sending out a 600, 1,000 letters a week. Well, and Mason include, Mason found um, word puzzles. Ah. And so that word puzzles go in with the letter. And so we send the word puzzle and the letter together. So, you know, at the senior center and at the food bank also, bringing people together is such a huge part of what we do and making them feel welcome and making them feel valued. And when, you know, for people's safety, we had to tell people to, to separate and not be together. That goes against almost everything we got into this line of work to do. And it was really hard on the staff. Just a very difficult adjustment. And so with the letter, with the TV show, and with the Zoom classes, all we're trying to do is to keep people connected to each other and keep people connected to the work here in the market. And, you know, hopefully when the coast is clear, we're going to send out those last few letters telling everyone to come back down. Yeah. Be, yes, indeed. It'll be, a, it'll be a good time. It will be a great time. And in the interim... As we look forward to December and the festivities and trying to celebrate in as 
special a way as we can. Figgy pudding, of course, is at the center of it. So how can we support Figgy and in turn thus support the Hike Market Senior Center? So we can support Figgy and in turn support the organization that I love so much that I where I work by uh, watching, taking part, watching, enjoying, having a good time, watching the two ways that I described to you, and of course, making a donation, cash donation to help us work. And I'm going to repeat the ways. May I repeat the ways to do that? You can give right now with a text, text Figgy, F-I-G-G-Y to 91999. You can go right this minute to our website, figgypudding.org, and make a donation. You can wait. You can give to a team right now if you wish. Uh, you can wait till it goes live and the t- you actually see the team singing for you. Make a donation at that moment. You can donate to your favorite team and help them win the Figlanthropy Award, which is really important. Or you can watch the television show and give during the television show, or, you know, in the spirit of, of giving and the holidays, you can do all four of those. <laughs> yes, I think that that sounds like a generous way to go. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I appreciate both of you, Mason and Zoe, for your generosity in being with us and sharing these insights, but also for your continued support of the people that you work with. You know, it's been, as we've said, a very tough time, but the fact that you persevere, you're there and help them to still continue to have a life, that's an immeasurable gift. So thank you for sharing. We'd like to thank you, Kate, for what you're doing. And thank you for inviting us to be with you. It wouldn't be the holidays without both of you from the market talking about the great work of Figgy and the great work of the Senior Center. So thank you both and have just a fabulous December, a productive one. (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you, Kate.